0: And welcome to episode 66 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again. On today's episode, the 49ers go down last night in an instant classic on Monday Night Football. We're going to break that all down. Is Jimmy G the guy for the Niners? Is Russell Wilson the clear-cut MVP? Who's on top after Week 10 in the NFL? And then we're talking some hoops. The New York Knicks, their season already off to a rocky start. The season's over for the Knicks, and they're already talking about firing David Fisdale. We're going to talk about what the New York Knicks need to do to save their franchise. All that much more here on Episode 66 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days and then after the show head to youtube and check out all the clips from today's episode right over on youtube and give me all your takes on all of today's topics right down below in the comment section but we got a jam-packed show for you guys so let's get right into it It's time are
1: you ready what do you do baby 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 let's get it on
0: And what a weekend of NFL football from Thursday to Monday. It was close game after close game. 11 of the 13 games in the NFL all decided by one touchdown or less. And then you had that Alabama-LSU college football game. It was just a great week of football. But it was all capped off by the game last night. The instant classic between the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers. The 49ers came to that game 8-0 trying to preserve that undefeated season. But they go down in overtime to Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. But this game was Monday mayhem. End of the first quarter, 49ers were up 10-0. End of the third quarter, Seahawks were up 21-10. And then they fight all the way back. McLaughlin hits a clutch field goal, sends the game into overtime. Unfortunately, they couldn't get that field goal in overtime by McLaughlin, who shanks one wide left and ends up all the way in the tunnel. You see where that ball bounced? It was deep into that tunnel. I think the black cat at the Giants game got a hold of that. But then it was all about Myers. He hits the field goal that gets it done for the Seattle Seahawks. Jason Myers. Does he have it in him again? And Seattle has done it in a classic. And San Francisco suffers their first loss. Russell Wilson. And you know who is happy about last night's game? The 1972 Miami Dolphins. Another year goes by, and they can pop bottles right now. Here's a live look of the 72 Dolphins. Everybody is on. It had to be something like that, but hey, last night after the game, everybody was quick to attack Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G was feeling the heat last night, not his best night. He goes 24 for 46, one touchdown, one interception, could have been multiple interceptions. You had the linebackers for the Seahawks dropping multiple interceptions, but the one he threw to Quandre Diggs, that goes right through the hands of Kendrick Bourne, and I think all this criticism of Jimmy Garoppolo is... unfair. Last night, if you look at the 49ers, they dropped nine passes last night. Emmanuel Sanders, he goes out with a rib injury. He comes back, and then, of course, they're missing George Kittle. George Kittle is quickly becoming the best tight end in the NFL, so he didn't have all of his weapons last night, and nine drop passes. 49ers receiving core. You need to do better. That's the same helmet, the same uniform that the great Jerry Rice wore, and you did not make him proud last night. And I hear people out there, Stephen A. Smith saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is the weakest link. No, the 49ers receiving core, they were the weakest link last night. And everyone's saying, no, Jimmy Garoppolo, he looks bad last night. Really? Ask your girlfriend or your wife if he looked bad last night. I'm pretty sure they'll say he looked just fine. And this is a learning experience for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's only going to get better. I still think the 49ers are contenders with him under center. Here's Jimmy G right after the game.
1: Um, You know, I think uh, I could throw the ball better. We could catch it better.
0: Uh, I think it's just a little bit of everything. There's not one specific thing that sticks out, but you know, it's a bit of a reality check for us. You know, go back and uh, respond this week. The receivers were battling. You know, we had some injuries happen and everything like that, and people were being uh, mixed and matched in different
1: spots. But you know, I thought uh, overall those guys played well. We just you know got make got make plays when when your number's called.
0: So Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, he's going to be just fine. It was his 19th start. He's only going to get better, and he's going to get better when his receivers start making catches, when George Kittle, the best tight end in football, comes back, and then there's more experience with Emmanuel Sanders. More reps with Sanders keep him healthy, and it was really interesting. Seattle, it came out that Bobby Wagner said after the game, the Seattle linebacker, that they were picking up on Jimmy Garoppolo's checks at the line of scrimmage. So that's another thing that Kyle Shanahan can work on with Jimmy Garoppolo. But hey, he's got the arm. He's got the talent. It's just getting in those situations because, hey, everyone talks about the clutch gene. Does Jimmy Garoppolo have the clutch gene? Well, he developed that by playing games like last night. You developed that like Russell Wilson did playing in Super Bowls, playing in high-intensity playoff games. So last night was great with Jimmy, for Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers, despite losing the game and their undefeated season going down the drain but it's all good Niners fans you went four and twelve last year you're in the mix this year and hey Disney Plus comes out today so hey watch some Darkwing Duck or the Simpsons watch some Disney classics and then before you know it it'll be back to work on Sunday. Now, why did San Francisco lose last night? It was the defense. It was Jimmy Garoppolo not having his best night. But why did they really lose? It was because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, not his best night last night. He goes 24 for 34, 232 yards, a touchdown, an interception, a QBR of 41.1. Also gives you six carries for 53 yards. But it was the wizardry of Russell Wilson late in that football game. They got the Seahawks the victory. Look, it looked like we were headed for a tie, right? It looked like these teams were going to end the night with a one on their record and that one being the tie. But you know last night wasn't going to end up in a tie. The biggest mistake the 49ers made last night was they gave Russell Wilson about 49 tries to win that football game. and you know eventually he's going to come through. Yes, he threw that interception at Greenlaw, but he shakes it off, and he leads him in that game-winning drive with that walk-off field goal, and that's what you love about Russell Wilson. That is why he's so special. It's his elusiveness. When he's under duress, he can escape the pocket, he can make plays, and he did just that on that third and three. They have him swallowed up. He gets a big run out of it. Overloaded. To that left side of the defensive line. Here comes pressure. Wilson escapes. Here goes Russ. Past midfield. Inside the 40. And he makes magic. And then, of course, they cap that off with a game-winning field goal. And last night, that was Russell Wilson's 32nd game-winning drive of his career. That's more than any quarterback in the NFL since he entered the league. Russell Wilson is clutch. There's no question about it. The only question is, after last night, is he on top to win the MVP? And if you ask me, with all respect to Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, it's his MVP right now. That was my preseason pick. After last night, 23 touchdowns, two interceptions. League leader in touchdowns right now with 23 he's also fourth in passing yards at 2,737 but no one in front of him is an MVP candidate you got Jameis Winston Dak Prescott and Philip Rivers is currently the league leader but it's also the circumstances with Russell Wilson if you look at it Who was without Tyler Lockett in crunch time last night? His number two receiver is a rookie in DK Metcalf. They just signed Josh Gordon, and what does he do? He gets two key first downs out of Josh Gordon. So he instantly builds that chemistry, that trust with Josh Gordon. Now that works out, that could be a scary combination, but also he lost his tight end to injury. Also, and this is a big factor here, he's facing pressure at the NFL's third highest rate. So That offensive line for Seattle is not an elite offensive line, and they're winning despite that offensive line struggling to protect Russell Wilson, but all he does is get it done and get big wins. So right now, I have Russell Wilson, and another factor I have, too, is you know those voters, they're going to consider more traditional stats like touchdowns to interception ratio. He's at 23-2, whereas Lamar Jackson, 15 touchdowns is nice, but I'm interested to see how voters will consider that. So Russell Wilson, a straight baller, another performance last night where he comes back in the clutch. Here's him after the game.
1: That was the craziest game I've ever been a part of. I mean, yeah, I talked about a Monday night football game. It felt like NFC championship game right there. Um, just back and forth, back and forth, two great teams going after it. Uh, get the ball in overtime and go down. Um, we're moving the ball really well. I think I have Hollister for a touchdown, and they make a great play. Two inches higher, I think we have a touchdown game over. Then our defense goes out there, stops them, and then they miss the field goal. We get the ball back, or whatever, and find a way to win. Um, they're in there, get the big first down, and then we move the ball, and and uh, Mike comes up big with a game-winning field goal, headsets off, you know. This is it, you know, game's over no matter what, tie or win or whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, I, I think the great thing about this game um, for our football team was just the resilience. We've had it all year. We've been, I think, the toughest team in terms of a resilience all year. In my opinion, I think that just how we stay encouraged, how we stay focused, how we just keep having the faith and keep believing that something great's going to happen.
0: And no, Russell Wilson, I have to disagree with you there. That was not the craziest game you've ever been. Did you block out Super Bowl 49 where you threw that interception at the goal line? That was the craziest game you've ever been, but Russell Wilson, he He showed last night he's the MVP this year, and the Seahawks are a real threat in the NFC. Look at last night. Those trades are starting to pay off. Josh Gordon, two key first downs. They pick him up, and then Quandre Diggs gets that interception. Jadavion Clowney, he scores. Really has his best game as a pro last night. So the Seattle Seahawks are here, and Russell Wilson is the MVP. And we're going to switch gears to the NBA where the New York Knicks, their season is already in the tank, sitting at 2-8. and eight. We're only a tenth of the way through the season, and it looks like their season is all but over. They're straight garbage after a disappointing offseason. You know that offseason that we've been talking about for years now. The offseason where they were supposed to sign Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Well, they could even get Kemba Walker, and their season is a wrap. If you look at last year. Look at their record last year. They go 17-65. and This year, they're 2-8. So if you combine last year's record with this year's record, that puts them at 19-73. And that is the last year the New York Knicks have won a championship. 1973. And it's gotten so bad so early that their general manager and their team president Steve Mill and Scott Perry felt they had to have a press conference to address the slow start by the New York Knicks.
1: Hey guys, we just felt like um, given that this is our 10th game, we felt we, we had an obligation to come and speak to you guys. Um, obviously, Scott and I are not happy with where we
0: are right now. We think the team's not performing to the level that we anticipated
1: or we expected to perform at, and it's something that we think we collectively have to do a better job of delivering the, the product on the floor that we said we would do at the start of this season. Um, we still believe in our coaching staff. We believe in the plan that Scott and I put together and the players that we've assembled. But we also have to acknowledge that we haven't played at the level we
0: expected to play at. And yes, that was very weird. You see the president and the GM, they have an impromptu press conference after their 2-8 and eight start. You don't see that. But here's what probably happened. You got Madison Square Garden, they get blown out by the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you heard that crowd. The New York Knicks got booed worse than Drake did at Camp Flogna. Like I said, I'm here for you
1: tonight. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? If you want to keep going... by the
0: way i just want to say who boo's drake you don't deserve drake and you should be embarrassed with yourself how dare you boo drizzy drake and then yesterday after practice they asked david Fizdale, how much support does he feel like he has from this organization
1: Uh, just the fact that that we talk every day Mm -hmm. you know we're in constant communication with each other Uh, we're very raw with each other um, good or bad None of us have an ego about it. We're on the side page of what we're trying to get to. Um, you know, and, and at the end of the day, we're, we're all in this together. Have, they, have um, you gotten any assurances? I got a two-and-a-half-year contract. That's my <laughs> assurance. You know, that's, that's, that's our business. The assurance is about yeah. 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 And I have a contract.
0: And then Frank Isola of The Athletic, he reports that the Knicks, they're interested in Raptors GM Masai Ujiri. Really? You know who else is interested in Masai Ujiri? everyone. Every NBA team would love them some Masayu Jiri. Look at the Washington Wizards. They damn near gave him their entire franchise for him to head their basketball operations. The move for them is, hey, we get Masayu Jiri, and then they think they're going to get Giannis Antetokounmpo. All the reports suggest that they believe if they get Masayu Jiri, that Masayu Jiri will land them Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's a great idea, Knicks. He's going to pair nicely with all those other free agency signings you're going to get, right? He's going to look great alongside LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, all those players that were supposed to go to the Knicks. You know, guys like Zion Williamson. Look, the Knicks are absolutely delusional, and what they need to do, they don't need to worry about David Fisdale, because David Fisdale is a solid head coach, and I want you to tell me an NBA team that's going to make the playoffs this year without an all-star player, because the Knicks, they have zero all-stars on on their roster right now. So, to expect David Fisdale to win with this group, you're out of your mind. So, what the Knicks need to do, they need to blow this thing up. They need to fire GMs. In my opinion, it needs to get extreme here. Adam Silver, he needs to come in here and he needs to find a way to get James Dolan to sell this New York Knicks team. I know people have been saying that for years, but now it becomes team. time for the league to do something because it's going on two, three decades now where this team has not been relevant. They're not a championship contender and they need this franchise to start doing something. Look what Brooklyn has with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Well, Hey guys like Masai Ujiri, they're not stupid enough to join teams with James Dolan. So Adam Silver, we've lost all hope in James Dolan and the New York Knicks. You better do something. And before we wrap here today, when you hit you with the get more sports fact of the day, and it's all about Monday night football. got a couple of them here for you guys today. Which quarter- quarterback set the record for the most pass yards on Monday night. That would be Joe Montana against the L.A. Rams on December 11th, 1989. Bo Jackson, he has the record for most rushing yards, 221 Raiders at Seattle in 1987. And which team has the most wins on Monday night? It was the 49ers. They lost last night, but 49 wins. For the San Francisco 49ers, most all time. But that is going to do it for episode 66 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, wherever you get your podcast these days. And then after the show, go ahead to YouTube and watch all the clips from today's episode right over on YouTube and give me all your tags on all of today's topics right down below in the comment section. So I want to hear from you guys. I want all your tags. Might even read them off the, on some of the episodes. So Get your takes in. But thanks again, guys. You can follow me at dmac_la. underscore LA. We're coming at you tomorrow with another show. So see you guys Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'm out.